Gera can hit them. Did oh, what a goal by Zoltan Gera! And still Baptista, yes! It's Kamai, it's fantastic! One from David Villa, great finish! He's done just that, he scored! Jorginho's done it! Hello and welcome to the Streets Don't Forget podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mountney, and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, two men who have rejected Liverpool this week, because that's the cool thing to do these days. It's Ben Woolley and Harry Martinez. <laughs> they didn't even want us, we just said no. Good on you, I'm proud of your boys. You, you, you stick with me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Where are you going? Where am I going? What way did you? Yeah, what way did you offer us? <laughs> I'm sticking Hold right on. here. Is there a better contract on the table? <laughs> nah, not for me. No, I'll stick right here. Don't you worry. I'm loyal. I've got to find another podcast. I'm, sh- I'm sure Chelsea <laughs> will be lodging a bid for me in a week. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, 200 mil. Let's get on with the weekend roundup. In the big clash of the weekend, Tottenham put in an impressive display. Words I never thought I'd use to beat a lackluster Manchester United side two 0 it was a better weekend for the blue side of Manchester as City beat Newcastle United 1-0 at the Etihad. Brighton, though, are top of the table after all that praise we gave them last week, so uh, they've clearly been listening. They won 4-1, this time beating Wolves on the road, while Aston Villa also put four past a hapless Everton in a comfortable victory for Unai Emre's men. Uh, in a London derby between West Ham and Chelsea, there were four goals, two penalties and a red card, and it was the Irons who came away with a 3-1 win. While Liverpool beat a plucky Bournemouth side by the same scoreline at Anfield. And finally in the Premier League, Brentford beat 10-man Fulham 3-0. While the Friday night fixture saw Chris Wood net a late winner as Nottingham Forest beat Sheffield United 2-1. Uh, in Europe, it's been a good weekend for the Brits abroad. I'm talking about those in Benidorm or Ibiza. Uh, Harry Kane got a goal and an assist in Bayern Munich season opener. A 4-0 win over Werder Bremen. And Jude Bellingham just keeps going. Dream start of Real Madrid continues. He scored twice in a 3-1 win over Almeria. And Ben will be delighted to know that PSG are still waiting for a first win of the season after 1-1 draw with Toulouse. Oh, yes. And that is your weekend roundup. Beautiful. Amazing. I always feel like I'm watching that FA Cup roundup on the BBC. (laughs) (laughs) You're the one who dresses like John Monson, not me. Come on. <laughs> uh, we do need to pick a goal of the weekend, oh, not our winners and losers. And the goal of the weekend I've gone for is something that Ben won't be pleased with again. It is from the Championship. I've gone with Aaron Ramsey's 25 yard Thunderbolt in Cardiff City's 2 1 defeat to Leicester. His first goal since returning to his boyhood club this summer. Shot will come in. Oh, what a strike! That's an unbelievable goal. Goalkeeper didn't have a sniff, and Aaron Ramsey, back in his favoured blue, goes towards those supporters. Oh, I did watch it, and it's a banger. Yeah, so it's a great goal. I've actually got one to add to that. I've got the uh, Tom Broadbent goal for Scunthorpe. I don't know if you've seen this. For Obviously about 40 not. No. Yards out. I've sent it to you on uh, on Twitter, mate. I think I pay attention to the things you send me. No, because you end up sending them again about five days later. <laughs> It's not our fault, you know, we don't live on Twitter. Yeah, someone has to. (laughs) Someone has to. (laughs) Harry, can we have your winner of the weekend, please? Uh, In a controversial one for this podcast, my winner of the week is going to be Ange Postacoglu, who, on his home debut at at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, I think, you know, I watched the game, Spurs looked really good. Um, He's turned Yves Basuma into an absolute god in centre midfield somehow. Uh, and without Harry Kane, managed to look very convincing against United side that have spent a lot of money and still look a bit dross. But still, nonetheless, I think he uh, he's had a good weekend there. I think you mean Ange Costapoglu. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> you must, Portuguese, you man. must respect Dossi Ardiles. I must. Uh, ben, who is your loser of the weekend, please? Well, speaking of spending a lot of money and producing absolute dross, my losers of the weekend are Chelsea. Yes! Two games in, they sit 15th. They dominated the ball against West Ham and did absolutely nothing with it. And two of their marquee signings from the last couple of seasons in uh, Enzo and Caicedo, one missed the penalty, the other gave one away. So that's two hundred million well spent. Yeah, you know, they they played they played well. I thought they played well. Of course, but you would. Nicholas Jackson Nicholas Jackson still finding his feet. 
um, and finding the back of the net as well because he if was you, got awful. Seventy-four percent of the ball and come away with a three-one loss. I'm not going to say you played well. No. Yeah, everyone said they played well. Um, Sterling looked really good. I got to say that Sterling looked really good. It's good news for England that. Uh, but yeah, in, in in general, they just can't find the back of the net. They don't know what they're doing as soon as they get in the box. I've got to be honest with you. This is going to sound so petty, but when Caicedo gave away that penalty, I openly cheered like my team had scored. <laughs> Genuinely. I couldn't believe it. Right. More power to them. If they keep having performances like this and getting the praise, I'll laugh even harder when they stay in 15. <laughs> like, Yeah. Imagine they get relegated. Best side to ever get relegated. Honestly, the way like even you've been going, like, oh, they played so well. They lost 3-1. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You spent $800 million to 3-1 in a London derby. They played well. West Ham just played better. Oh, uh, you know what? Fair. Okay. West Ham just execute the game plan perfectly. David Moyes' masterclass. Fair enough. It really was. Disappointed your uh, winner of the weekend isn't Solly March for yet again having a blinder. Mate, if it, was that, if it was that case, it'd be every weekend. Let's just stop because we oh, are going to become a Brighton podcast at this rate. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. I'm seagull till I die. The Solly March class train has no brakes. Let's go, baby. They could keep a <laughs> clean sheet, though. That'd be excellent. Please, please. Please clean sheets when you're winning. Like, Esther Pinion's still got 10 points. I'm a happy hey, boy. Me, I yeah, want, I want more. It's never enough. <laughs> uh, well, we've not been uh, to uh, to Fat Corner for a while. No. We have Harry, it's looking dusty. take us away. Take us to Fat Corner. I have corner. found the corner. Yes. It's a fact. I'm talking about facts. Uh, Ryan Giggs is the only Premier League player to score 100 goals without scoring a hat-trick. I thought that was quite a good one, really. Uh, He's also the Premier League's best poet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Steven Gerrard has swapped his jersey with more than 100 players, but never with a player who's played for Man United. I think that's that's just a level of petty. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's a level of petty I'd want to be on. I could get on board with that. Oh, 100%. So we all know. Has he? Has he? So has he swapped it with an Everton player though? I don't. I. It doesn't say that he hasn't. So I'd imagine he has. I guess when he was around, that mm. rivalry was Liverpool always win it. Like to be fair, they still do. I mean, that's been the case since like Everton had Dixie Dean, basically. So yeah, really probably right. the dawn of time. <laughs> um, we all know Dion Dublin is a. He's made a, a great career out of his daytime TV. Um, but did you know when he first joined Norwich on a professional contract, do you know who his roommate was? You'll love this. It was... Uh, um, go on, have a punt. I'll give you a clue. He's not a footballer. He's not a footballer. He's not a footballer. Delia Smith. Where are you, Dion? Let's be having you. <laughs> it's Jason Statham, um, who, was, who was part of the British national swimming squad as a diver. At the yeah, time, he was actually, yeah. Oh, yeah, that that was uh, Dion Dublin's uh, roommate. Sorry, how how f- broke a Norwich or British swimming that they've got to share a room with? I mean, either. I'd like to say Norwich <laughs> are broke. Well, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Especially in those days, definitely. Um, Still disappointed. It's not Delia. Now, have you ever heard the story about when Italy won the World Cup in 1938? Right. The Jules Rimet trophy spent the Second World War hidden in a shoebox under the bed of Ottorino Baresi, who is the Italian vice president of FIFA and president of the Italian Football Federation. He moved it from a bank in Rome for fear of it falling into the hands of the Nazis. Hero. Kept under yeah, his bed like in a I... shoebox. Like, imagine, <laughs> imagine going through your old memories and there's just a f-ing World Cup in there. Imagine you forget it's in there and chuck the box out. <laughs> You know when you used to have to send a, you know when you have to send a shoebox to children in need. Imagine if one of them opens it, it's a fucking wall cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, this is one that I know this podcast will like. Um, the football league match with the smallest ever recorded attendance, which was uh, 469 people were at the game, right? And it was uh, Thames AFC versus Luton Town. Oh. Hey. oh Weirdly, it was at the West Ham Stadium, which has no connection to West Ham United, and it had a capacity of 120,000, but there was only 469 people there. I really hope they were just spaced out, like, across the stands. <laughs> they weren't all grouped as one. It'd still be some <laughs> that'd come and sit right in front of you. <laughs> someone in your seat and there's someone yeah. in front of you hurling abuse. Oh. Oh. And I'll, I'll end on this one for you. Um, 
the last Welsh speaker to score a goal at the old Wembley. Does anyone have a, a, an idea? Oh, the old Wembley. Laurie Sanchez. It is Gabby Batistuta. So, sorry. What? Yeah, mate. <laughs> obviously, you got Patagonia sorry. in uh, an Argentina, which is known for uh, the, the Welsh speakers. And yeah, Batistuta. You're full of. <laughs> no, yeah, they speak Welsh in Patagonia. And Batistuta's family is from Patagonia. Hang on. What is happening? This what is happening? I'm not. I'm no. not. This you is, don't this do is this. Like, this is like the Eagle of the Azores nonsense. This is bollocks. <laughs> I don't believe it. your official languages. It's also rumoured that Gabriel Heinzer was a Welsh speaker too. Welsh He's spoken here, in he? some parts of Argentine Patagonia. What there the actual f***? Did you not do this? Do you want to, the, the history lesson it's, for It's got to be Falklands, from the Falklands, surely. Now, in the mid-1800s, the first Welsh pioneers made the eight-week sailing to Argentina. They settled in Chubut province in Patagonia, and there are now around 5,000 Welsh speakers. Especially in the settlements of Trelu, Gaiman, and Trevelin. There you are. See? Also, I love the way I said Laurie Sanchez and Ben lightly chuckled, and then Harry came out with Gabriel Battis, who looks like the idiot now, mate. Hey? <laughs> you went far off, really. You, just, mug. No, you went a little bit more Argentinian with the name, you would have been there. Yeah. There's also a very small community of Afrikaans speakers. So, there you go. Brilliant. We're officially, we're a factual historical podcast. I can't wait for the question next week. Who was the last player to speak Afrikaans to score at the old Wembley? And it's like <laughs> Ariel Ortega. <laughs> Ozzy Ardiles back again. Oh, yes. <laughs> we are turning into a Brighton, Brighton-based Brighton Ozzy Ardiles podcast. <laughs> as long as I don't have to see that kiss face again. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back. Never. Thanks for visiting Fat Corner. Rafa Benitez will show you out. <laughs> It's a fact. So I'm talking about facts. That might be one of the best fact corners we've ever had. That was excellent. I think that's my favourite. Thank well, thank <laughs> well you. done. Well done. Ben, I believe you've got a seg for us as well. Uh, yeah, so I was doing a little troll through football Twitter, as we often do. Lovely. Like I've come across something which I know does the rounds quite a lot, but I thought, you know what, we'll bring it up. And I found 442's top 100 young players from 2001. I did oh, see I lo- this. I saw this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Because there's some there's some cracking names on this list, some pure football heritage. And then you get to the top ten. Yeah, crazy. Two thousand and one. So Two thousand and one. Freddie Adu's is it too early for Freddie Adu? Freddie Adu is not in the top ten. Okay. I can give you number one, but Jermaine, I won't. Jermaine Pennant. Jermaine Pennant is in there. Is it number five? Right. Okay. Now I'll know for a fact that Dribble Cisse is up there. Gibral Cisse is number one. Yeah, I thought he was. <laughs> right. Bear in mind, at, at 20 is a little guy called Andres Iniesta. You may have heard of him. Yep. Nah, not a clue, mate. Who's that bloke? Kim Kallstrom is five places above Iniesta, just so you know the quality of list we're talking about. Two places above him is Darren Fletcher. Yeah, <laughs> mate. Some, there were some crazy then, names in there. The top 10 in full. You Just tell me how many of these you actually know. Okay. Nilad Magini is number 10. Who? Got a poster of him. Anthony Letalek. Oh, I remember like Anthony Letalek. Yeah. <laughs> More famous now for being a surname on FIFA. Uh, <laughs> Piotr Trochowski is number eight from Bayern Munich. Who? Yep. Florence you know Daniel Pongole. He played for Liverpool. Yeah, he did. He did. Raphael van der Vaart, fair enough. Yeah. Somehow above him is Jermaine Pennant. <laughs> played for Liverpool. At number four by the name of Fernando Torres. Played for Liverpool. Started at Atletico, didn't do much after that. Uh, Leandro Bonfam is number three. Oh. He played for Liverpool. <laughs> he played for uh, Vittoria and PSV Eindhoven. Leandro and Liverpool. Bonf- How- oh my Bonfam, B-O-N-F-I-M. Mate, I remember him with Stefan Gavash up top, mate. Absolute ballers. <laughs> number two is Andres Delessandro. What a throwback that is. Straight won't forget. Straight won't forget. I'll call yeah, it now. Probably played for Liverpool. And number one, none other than Gibral Cisse. Played for Liverpool. There we are. <laughs> so all we've realised is Liverpool read this list in 2010 and thought, should we give it another punt? <laughs> should we have a go? That list is f- <laughs> It honestly is. Yeah, I like how Ibrahimovic was on there, I think. Honestly, yeah, Ibrahimovic is like 60th. Yeah, <laughs> he was really high up. 
Even Van der Vaart at five, like he, he was a good player, but he never was like world class, really, was he? You would have thought a Schneider would have been above him or something, you know? Yeah, my favourite one is it's. I hope it's not him. Is it 95th? It's some guy named Kaka. It must That's be. That's got to be the same guy. It must be, right? When he must Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's that's that is Kaka. That is Kaka. That is, yeah. that is, that is Kaka the Ballon d'Or winning Kaka at ninety-five. Sean Maloney is two places above him. Are you, are you serious? Yep. <laughs> you know, Kaka may have won the Ballon d'Or, but you know, Sean Maloney was assistant manager of Roberto Martinez at Belgium, so I know who I'm picking. <laughs> that is true. No, I know who you're picking, mate. It's number forty-five on this list because it's Nico Cranshaw. Oh, mate, I'm not. I'm Harry Martinez, not Harry Redknapp. Say, he's not Harry Redknapp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want Chris Kirkland at 38? You, oh, sorry, sorry, you've got a piece of Chris Kirkland memorabilia, don't forget. Oh, yes, I do. I do. And he owns Costco, apparently, if you have a look at all, the, what, all their stuff. I pay <laughs> yeah, good mate. money for that, Ben. Show Chris Kirkland the respect he deserves. I do. I sat on my desk. Give him a kiss. Oh, okay, Gordon. <laughs> Respect him. Not before I tell you that Milan Barros is somehow 21st. Oh, I've played for Liverpool. Yeah. If you haven't seen this list in full, I fully recommend checking it out. It is a wonderful time capsule into how moronic we were in 2001. Yeah, we'll quote tweet it. It's, honestly, <laughs> it's not much better now. I wouldn't be surprised if Michael Johnson, the Man City player, is somewhere up in the top 20 there. Uh, Michael Johnson is two places below <laughs> Michael Chopra, I believe. What? Michael Chopra? What? Johnson <laughs> 64. <laughs> What's that coming over the hill? Is Michael Chopra? Is Michael Chopra? Honestly, I think Tremendous. a section. I think a section of my brain has died throughout that little segment. There, I don't know what to think right. about football anymore. Who won 2001 European Golden Boy? Because surely it's going to be I someone. I think shocking. it started in like 2004. No. I think it yeah. started like, like yeah, According to this, it should be Chipperal Cissé. So. <laughs> That's true. Not that caca bloke. He's dog. To be fair, it started in 2003 and it went to Raphael van der Vaart. So. Yeah, I'm going to retroactively say that the 2001 golden boy was Chipperal Cissé. Congratulations, Chipperal. You've, you've worked really hard for that. You've done well. He's, he's the second recipient of an award we don't have the power to give out but have done. <laughs> We've, we've taken away Liverpool's Champions League. We've destroyed the legacy of Louis <laughs> Van Gaal and Paul Scholes, and we've given Gibraltar season a 2001 Golden Boy Award. This show doesn't exist. This podcast <laughs> is the best. I will not hear otherwise. We are changing football one episode at a time. Brilliant. <laughs> if anyone finds the Golden Boy trophy in their lot, please give it to Gibral Cissé. Yeah, I've got it in the shoebox under my bed, actually. That is the next episode. We go to France, find Gibral Cissé, and give him the Golden Boy Award. Who's the current Golden Boy? We'll just give him him. Is it Pedri or, Pedri or, or Musiala, I think. Oh, yeah. Either way. I think that's called human trafficking, Ben. We maybe won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let's move uh, away from human trafficking nice. and uh, on to uh, a very exciting topic for this week because we are talking FIFA. Not the corrupt bastards at the top of the game, the video game that we have spent so many countless hours as children having golden moments on. And we are going to talk about some of our favourite players, our favourite FIFA memories, and I'm sure a lot of listeners will be able to relate to this as well because everybody played FIFA as a kid if you watch football, right? It was an absolute staple. I think even even now, I think people play FIFA and get into football from it. I think it goes both ways. So it's huge. Like FIFA's huge. The game, not well. I guess the company. <laughs> <laughs> the game somehow only slightly less corrupt. Than the <laughs> yeah. Yes. Is. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't I think people forget how massive that like Ultimate Team launch yeah. was. Because I remember playing the first ones where it was on, and you're like, holy. F- this is FIFA 11, yeah. mate. FIFA 11. What a time to be alive. Yeah, that Ben, was. we've been friends for a long time, but I think FIFA really cemented our friendship. FIFA Fridays. Yeah, we used, we used to finish school on a Friday and go back to mine and play FIFA till like midnight. It was yeah. brilliant. What a time I'd, to be alive. I'd argue that FIFA has also probably ended the friendship a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> With you, definitely. I, I stand by this. That no, nothing in life is harder to hear than your mates talking to you when you've just missed a sitter on Pro Clubs. Oh, yes. Yeah. Some of the things that come out, like, they, some of the stuff you say should be, like, banned by the Geneva Convention. 
Well, we we had an issue when Xbox said that they had recordings of every Xbox party chat that had ever occurred. We got really worried about our pro clubs <laughs> talks. <laughs> we, let's be honest, everybody who plays pro clubs is like that. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's career-ending stuff. If any of those voice calls get leaked, just create some absolute shenanigans that you'll never be able to, you know, repent for. They're just. That's just you yeah, at your Pro worst. Clubs creates heroes, but also creates the biggest villains possible. The, the, the best yeah, example I can fun. think of is that cup final. Ben, ben knows oh what I'm talking God. about. We, play, we, we played a Pro Clubs Cup when we got to the final, and in the last minute, Ben, who was playing as a striker, misses a sitter. And it goes to extra time. I, and then he scores a I am like one yard away. I, I am one yard away from the goal, and I absolutely thunder this thing out of the stadium. <laughs> it went into the atmosphere. And the the lambasting I got from everyone in the voice call haunts me to this day. And we go into extra time and I am fuming. And I then, out of nowhere, score this absolute worldie from about 40 yards away. I think I was screaming for the next 10 minutes. Lost his voice. Oh, vindication. Harry, Harry you, went, you went back into... Uh... The group chat archives, I believe, and found some of the old FIFA goals. Oh, mate, some of the goals, mate. Some of the goals are unbelievable. I, honestly, I think I've celebrated them more than some of the actual football goals I've watched. <laughs> Watching Woolly as a man, as a character he created called Reginald Pumplex III <laughs> score a scissor kick from 40 yards out is just absolutely ridiculous. Like, I went, I went when fantasy becomes real, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. I went through a phase where I think I was genuinely the most prolific goal scorer in the world. Yeah. And I, I don't know where it came from. I think you spent more time creating your characters and thinking of these god-tier names than you did on, a, on <laughs> you your just, actual degree. Can you degree. just run us through some of uh, the yeah, names you had true. on Pro Club Space? Oh, please. Wooly, please. Can I, can I do the honours here? Yeah, go for it, my friend. Okay, I'd like to start us off with... Some of when Wooly's mind went a bit blank and he just put something down and it ended up being... Folk hero, you know, and I think I'd start with Haddock the Bagel Man. Like, I don't, <laughs> Look, I don't know where it came from. Yeah, Car Park, Car another elite name. Car Park. That's where that. That's where that shot in the cup final ended up. Car Park. But I think. I think at the peak of his powers was where he created Reginald Punplex III. Oh, I think was the artist formerly known as something or other. I can't remember what it was. But it went on from that, from where Reginald Pumplex III had played three seasons, retired. So Woolly created Reginald Reggie Pumplex Jr., which was just <laughs> the same picture as his dad all, with an afro, they were all six and ended seven. up scoring they were even all more. Six seven. All, all of them. All, uh, the the junior one was like two inches short oh, nice. the afro, and he had a mohawk. So we could, it was, was like, oh, this is a era. <laughs> <laughs> we had them. Um, not having these backstories that we were just made oh, up as we mate, were. It was so good. Bob One of my tackle. favorite backstories, and I, we might have to bleep this, <laughs> was, uh, oh, was, no, was when our, our good friend Tommy, uh, it, was a, it was a regular member of the club, created, created Ron Stoppable. Oh, and then uh, after a few stinky performances, <laughs> decided to. Uh, Changing rooms as part of the backstory. <laughs> we absolutely, yeah, we are going to have to play this. And then the stadium got the stadium name got changed to. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did the same with Don Stoppable, oh. if I remember rightly. Oh yes. And yeah, all, all, all I could think fight. about was after having a rotter first half, <laughs> our players walking back into the dressing room and just seeing both the. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's, there's no like Alex Ferguson speech you can whip out for that kind yeah, of No hair drying treatment. No hair drying treatment, just oh, a titanium fan. But it's it's those moments where like you're getting absolutely battered and like you you have to accept the other team's just better than you. And then one of your mates does something that just sets you off and you remember how good Pro Clubs is. And I think the one that always sticks in my mind is two. Is where Tommy concedes and he goes sprinting out of the goal and just starts waving at the fans because he's calling for the ball. <laughs> uh, you know what? For me, I think I think for me, what was the like if we if we were four 0 down in the first half an hour? That was quite a regular really occurrence. Everyone's lauding <laughs> abuse, and then you'd get to halftime. You'd see the little time at the top. You'd see where it says halftime. Then you'd have the stadium name underneath. 
And some of the stadium names we'd have would just send me. I'd just, it'd be 4 0 down, and I'd just see Hollywood Bowl as the stadium <laughs> name. Just, just lose it. <laughs> the, the, Estadio, the Estadio Matty Cart Cross was my favourite. Estadio Ambelifo 12.5G, rest in peace, was honestly up there. I think the only thing better than my player names are the stadium names used to come up yeah, with. Some of them yeah. were outstanding. Yeah. Oh, the Estadio Ambelifo 12.5G. What what is what is like your favourite standout pro clubs moment? If if I was to say to you, what is the just pro clubs? What is the first thing that comes to your mind? That like singular moment that you'll never forget. I think the thing that I still do nowadays because of how just it wasn't even that big of a deal, but it was just so funny. Was every time the opposition scored, one of our other good mates Ben would just go. <laughs> Goal! And for some reason, it wild so many people oh, up. And I still do it now. I still do it now. Just too good. Uh, I think it was when, uh, for me, it's either that cup final we played. Yeah. Where I had the greatest redemption in football history. Or when I think I played one game at like CDM and I missed a tackle. And Dan was having a go at me and I just went, look, mate, there's a herd of defenders out there. <laughs> He was pissing himself for about 15 minutes oh. and we just going, they do move in herds. Oh. <laughs> I think Dan's has got to be the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, it's the one, there's two I've got in my head. And one of you, you weren't there for, Harry, and I don't know if you've ever heard this story, but I will tell it after the Wu-Tang Clan story. I don't know where <laughs> that came from. What was it? Oh, he's... he's- it was it was Bubba Big Tackles was Jesus, and you said, "Yeah, look, he's got his followers with him." And I was like, "Yeah, it's the Wu Tang Clan." <laughs> oh goodness me, goodness me! The oh. other one, and Ben, you will remember this. I'm going way back to when we were like in year ten or year nine or something like that, and we we we're, we're in a club with two other friends of ours at the time, and. Uh, there was another club of people within the school giving it the big one. Oh, Do you remember? Yes. Oh, we had this Dude. in my school as well. We had exactly the same thing. One <laughs> Friday night, we decided we were having this face-off. We were going to play them. Okay. I think everyone who's done pro clubs has done this, haven't they? They've got a rival team that they yeah. play every oh, yeah. month or something. Yeah. And I, I distinctly remember this night, I had the house to myself. And we, <laughs> we were going eight. I've never screamed so oh, loud in all my life. We ended up winning 4-2, and the guy was giving it the biggest amount of to us during the week, ended up scoring an own goal, and it sticks with me forever. It was the greatest <laughs> success of our time on FIFA, 100%. It was so good. Oh, oh easily. I remember going back into school on Monday and being like, they're not going to show their face. They're not going to speak to us. Like They're done. They're in the mud. The thing is, you know for a fact that if if you were ever a professional footballer, it just shows you that... Although you could win a Champions League one day, it will never be be beating your biggest rivals on away turf, like just sticking it right to them. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like absolutely stuffing them. <laughs> oh man, what a time to be alive. My my favourite bit from recently, though, Harry, is when we were sharing a house at uni. <laughs> oh yes. And we wrote uh the This is Glen Park Avenue sign on a bit of paper and stuck <laughs> it above the door frame. And we were playing <laughs> to get to Division 1 and we had like this box of sausage rolls just sat in the corridor and we we were like every time we scored we'd go out like fist bump and take a sausage roll at the sign and walk back in yeah this was to get to Division 1 and it finally happens and our housemates are in and out of nowhere we just start screaming like I'm pretty sure I broke half the slats on my bed jumping on it we're like sprinting around and they're like what are you idiots doing? It? You just wouldn't you don't do it. understand. You'd never it's, been there. You know what, Dad? It's such a shame we can't mention the lighter moments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are there are definitely some stories we cannot talk about on this podcast. It will just it, well, it the will one just be can, five though. minutes of bleeps. Like that will be it. percent. <laughs> is when I'm I'm playing in goal and I've, I've got that little pot of peanuts that I'm eating. <laughs> I'm just not paying attention. And Tommy, I'm telling like, yeah, just tell me when they've got a ball out. It'll be fine. And Tommy screams out like, oh, they're on the counter. And I stop talking and all you hear is this pot of peanuts get smacked across the room. As I go dive in for the controller. Yeah. The background oh, noises on pro clubs, like Tommy smashing his controllers every time he got a red card, was oh man! <laughs> I want I want to know how many oh, controllers he got through. We'll have to ask him when we see him. It's such a uniquely frustrating game, yeah. though, isn't it? 
It was the amount of times he got banned off Xbox Live because he was sending abusive <laughs> messages to people we were playing against. You know what that is? That's, that's the FIFA equivalent of getting sent to the touchline as a manager. <laughs> My other favourite one, similar to he that. He said something annoying at a press it's conference. when you're playing somebody yeah. and they invite you to a party and you're like, oh, let's join, boys. Let's, <laughs> let's get them. And you beat them and you join. And you go, you're f***ing boys. You're <laughs> <laughs> Oh, listen, uh, that, was, that was real vitriol. Yeah, yeah, they deserve it. Pro clubs is utterly rage-inducing. But nothing yeah. is more annoying than losing to your mate on Ultimate Team. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think anything is more infuriating yeah. than Ultimate yeah. Team. 100%. I think it's the aspect of pay to win. Yeah, it was great when it started. Because obviously you had like you were using all your favourite players. You were making these ridiculous teams from different leagues. This is all before... like. Obviously, we're like, I guess, FIFA purists from back in the day. The dinosaurs. FIFA purists. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a 1930 World Cup final. <laughs> yeah, and you've got, like, got, you've got all your favourite players in. Yeah, and you, you see your mate's team, and he's got, like, Ibarbo and Jovino up front. Oh, man. Like, you little rat. Literally, uh, we we had to go at building some of our some of these squads that that we, yeah, we were yeah. prepping let's, for this. Uh, let's for this have podcast. a little little reflection on some of these. And I, I think, I think when he mentioned the ratty phase of FIFA, I think I created <laughs> the original ratty front three, minus the Ababa Javinho and swapped it out with Seydou Dumbia, which yeah. was just every time you came up against Unfair. you, like, oh mate, he just costed like a grand and you've just you've just broken the game. Like, why would you do that? Then there was Jeremy Menes, who I think people just had because he was five star skill and rapid. And the same again with Lavetsi. Like just stupid. Just a ratty front three that to this day still continues. Yeah, it was always those players who were like around the eighty rated yeah. mark. Who would be call coins and you'd buy them and they'd just be in your team forever. Yeah. Nelmar is the like, one that stands out for me. Know, Everybody had yeah, Nelmar. True. Yeah. Oh man. And that that, uh, that 81 Ramirez I put yeah. in mine. Who had like yeah. 88 pace as a midfielder, and you were like, it, that's all yeah. you need. Yeah, see, I got um Christian Ansaldi, a left back, who was just absolutely rapid and was Argentinian, so fitted in anywhere. So yeah. you just got him for like 800 coins. I've got that Gail Clichy that was 80 rated. He had like Literally. 90 pace. <laughs> French Premier League player. It Easy. always seemed... It was like getting Paul Walker. It always Walker. seemed like 90% of these like cheap, incredible players play in the Serie A. You've got like Mikkeli, Di Natale, Ibarbo, Dumbia, oh, yeah. Jovino, Muriel, Nine Golan. Like, they just, there's some joke players in that league on old FIFAs. If it wasn't Serie A, it was, you'd go to Russia for some reason. You'd have like Danny, the oh, centre mid, five star skills. Yeah. What a player! It's always those like random Bundesliga Brazilians, like Felipe Santana. But you'd be like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I've seen you play for like forty-five minutes off the bench. Once. Obviously, the, the hero being Naldo, uh, and you're like, I've yeah. never seen him play in real the life. Old but school my Brazil God, teams piece. as well with the cheap, cheap silvers and oh, the cheap yeah. golds. Like yeah. Jesus, you're not beating that. Like the right got five star skills. Like you're getting done in. <laughs> Yeah, like I've got um, Azevedo. Do you remember Azevedo? Five stars. Yeah, uh, Marcio Azevedo was ridiculous. Looked like an absolute robot. You had these players who were just usually either unknown or dog in yeah. real life. <laughs> yeah. But because they were good on the ball, all of a sudden you're like, he's the best player I've ever seen. You've said that, and my centre-back is a 68-rated silver. Did you ever win with the 90 Yeah, pace? Marvel win. The oh American my God, guy. yeah. Absolute But oh my yeah, God, like, was he quick. Can we talk about the Arnhem Army, please? I can't remember what it was born from. It was just this random idea we had to make an all-Dutch team on FIFA. And it grew into this, like, legendary squad that somehow kept coming back every single year. And it started off, we were playing, like, 4-3-3, but you know the one that had the, the centre-forward as, like, the false yeah. nine kind of yeah. player? The Schneider. Oh. We were like, yeah, we were like, how can we get to lead the line as our lone man up top? We were like, five foot four Wesley Schneider, let's go, baby. Yeah. And he ended up being so good that he's like probably one of my favourite ever yeah, players. We, dis- we discovered Memphis Depay, we discovered Wijnaldum, like Kevin Strootman turned out to be the best midfielder we'd ever seen. So the issue we'd have is that usually there wasn't a goalkeeper. Yeah. So we came up with this idea of we'd have one player who was like our honorary Dutchman. <laughs> like he'd been given citizenship oh, yeah. or something. Who in did the we have? So we had uh, who was the Mexican guy? Oh, Andres Guardado yeah, at some Guadalupe. point oh, in right, the field yeah. randomly. Well, he played for PSV, I think, didn't he? Or... Yeah, he did. So we'd always stick yeah. in. 
I think one of my one of my favorite ultimate team moments wasn't even my ultimate team moment. I think it was when I went round Woolies one day uh, when we were in <laughs> when we were in uni. I sat down on his bed and he was building a Premier League squad. And I said, "Mate, up top, you need to get Andy Carroll." Oh yes, he said, I'm not getting oh, Andy yes. Carroll. I said, "Mate." You're getting Andy Carroll, you're sticking in with Mikel Antonio, you're creating a masterclass. He said, you I know had what? The, um, I had the Christmas Mikel Antonio, and I'd seen the Andy Carroll. I was like, I'm not getting that, mate. It looks <laughs> <laughs> And somehow it turned into like the greatest partnership we'd ever seen up until one moment where we're playing a, a game. And like, you know, when you, you'd boot it long and the camera would pan across. We're like, oh, excellent. We've got brick house Andy Kaz waiting for the ball and the, the camera moves forward and he's like prone on the floor spread eagled on top of the other guy's centre half on top of two just, they're both just lying there in this little pile and we're so stunned we're like what the <laughs> f- are we watching the best thing is a week after that me and my mate used to do uh, used to do FIFA seasons and we went West Ham purely for the Andrew Carroll vibe and it actually happened again where he puts camera panned across and he was on top of two center halves again and I'm thinking this man just that's why he's rated so lo- so low you've got to put a harness on him and it's putting him on the ground every 5 minutes <laughs> my favorite well one of my favorite ultimate team moments though Dan is when we were playing <laughs> We'd made this Italian team, oh, God. and we had none other than a what was his name Marchetti, Marchetti, the Italian yeah. guy who used to play for Lazio. Yeah, Marchetti, yeah. yeah. And we were like, you know what? Pretty decent. He was, apart from this one I moment, he was very good for us. I have, I have to say. And then, so we have like we're like this is our go-to guy. We have so much faith in him. Number one name on the team sheet. This kind of vibe. And the guy puts in like a cross. And we're like, keeper's got this all day. He takes like three steps out of his goal, turns sideways, and just lamps this <laughs> ball into his own net at like oh, forty goodness, miles man. an hour. And we're just at the like, what have we just witnessed? I just can't believe how many legends were made from FIFA that you'll never watch play football or have ever watched play football. Like people like Marlos, like yeah. people knew when he changed from Brazilian to Ukrainian and all of that shenanigan, like. What was Honestly, that all about? And I he was, genuinely I, believe that 95% of my knowledge of flags is based off FIFA. Probably, probably. <laughs> it I, was I, from when they used to do those correct. animations. You had to try and guess yeah. who it was. You'd see like flag, position, league, and you'd be like, who on earth is this? It was like the original version of the pub quiz yeah. games will play. It's, it's a shame they have ruined the game. But oh, they really do have. you think, because obviously it's still EA, but it's not FIFA anymore. It's what, EAFC. Are you going to get the new one? Absolutely not. It's all nope. painted like I feel sorry for people just getting into it now. Because yeah, what I it agree. used to be is we saw like all of these great players from all these leagues that we'd like we'd heard of and not really watched because obviously you're too young. You start discovering these people and like I I guess it was you got things for playing the game and now it's all just buy yeah. your way in. Yeah, the magic of it's gone. The, the thing they've done is they've added too many of like like remember when they used to do team of the season and stuff like that. Oh, it was always the best yeah, time of the year. Yeah. Now, and that was the one now release promo when you get it. every week. Like, and if, if, you exactly, don't, if you yeah. don't have the cards from that promo, you haven't got the best players, you're not going to win. Like, you used to be able to get away. And the FIFA yeah, you used legends. To, be able to get away with playing, yeah. like, as we've said, Barbo, Dumbia, Jovino. And you could play them, you could buy them on release day and use them until the very last day of that FIFA, and you would be fine. Yeah, so even though it's like a market where you have to buy and sell to players, there was always this like gentleman's agreement that you'd keep the likes of Ibarbo and Dumbia and Javinio always like yeah. really cheap. Yeah. So everyone could get them. It's just like nowadays you can get one week you can have ninety five rated Anthony Gordon because, you know, he's one to watch for the future. You're like, mate, just just give me seventy six rated Anthony Gordon and if people yeah. want to use him, they use him. It used to be the most exciting time of the year where you'd be you'd been sat there at school, like you'd be all like writing up your team of the seasons and comparing them with your mates. Yeah. And then the FIFA ones would come out and you'd be like, Holy shit, there's like a ninety eight Chavi. And now it's like, Oh well I don't care about that because I got the team of the year one like six months ago. Yeah. And I, I bought it. I think we might be the one. only people yeah. so I don't know. in the history of human existence who got excited about the Eredivisie team of the season. <laughs> Honestly, we'd have like this like rare gold 
Dutch team for like the whole of FIFA and we get the odd in form and then team of the season to come out and we were souped up. <laughs> the team was stacked. We had like 11 team of the seasons because they were so it's cheap. like 10k for a team of the season. You're like, get him in. <laughs> and it was the best time of the year because we that was the only time of the year we'd actually have a good goalkeeper. Yeah. I had this. I did a Scottish league team and I fell in love with Johnny Russell and he was an absolute baller on. <laughs> I think it was like FIFA 15. And then he I got bet a... you had Gary McKay Stevens, didn't you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I think the best player I had was Charlie Mulgrew, who was my centre back taking free what kicks and corners despite being six foot what five. And the t- the team of the seasons that year were Johnny Russell, who was like eighty four rated, maybe like he was not that great. And somehow, <laughs> like you said, because they were the lesser leagues, were an absolute bargain. You could just have so much fun. The, the other thing, I know we've, we've mentioned about hatred of the pay-to-win aspect of FIFA, but when you pack somebody sick, it is an unrivaled feeling. But that's the it difference. Really you, you had to pack someone good in order to, to earn. Like, nowadays, you can win packs that will guarantee you a player of a certain standard. Like, there was the, it was the pot luck of being able to draw out a team of the season. Player. I will never forget the first year they had icons on Ultimate Team, and I got Lothar Mateus, and he was worth, like, 10 million coins. I had the most souped-up club you've ever seen in your f***ing life. 15-year-old <laughs> me, I was like, yes, I got 10 million coins, I'm buying, like, Neymar, Messi, give them to... I, I've got everybody. Don't you know, worry. the worst thing is, I had a mate who... He went on eBay and bought a Ronaldo off someone, like straight up just Apple bought a Ronaldo for actual Apple money. Word. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> was it Nate? <laughs> no, it wasn't Nate. I won't mention a name. I won't do you remember when we packed Ronaldo on the, the World Cup ultimate team? Yeah, and you had no I idea was, why I was, I was not losing paying my attention. mind. It part, he was like, oh my God, look. And I looked up and I was like, oh, Van Persie. And he was like, no, look. Moron. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a lovely trip down memory lane. That really was. It really was. It I really do was. think this year we we should have a run at, at pro clubs again. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Do you know what? I'm in. I think we should have a little peek at it. Oh, go on then. And they've got crossplay as well. You don't even have to get the Xbox out. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Get across. Do you know what? We'll make a club with all the podcast listeners. Yeah, do you know what? Do you know what? If you, we, we, do you know what? We're doing this. We're doing this. If, if you listen to this podcast and you want to play pro, pro clubs with us, let us know. We will get a club set up. You can come join us. We'll have a great time. Do it. So you're not playing up front because yeah, I'm Tommy, better than you. Tommy, you're so... not invited this, this time. I'm sorry. I've <laughs> uh, got to come with uh, funny names as well. And no crane mm. after yeah, real players. No, we don't have that Oh, yeah, that's, that's something we didn't touch on. If you name yourself after a real player on pro clubs, scum of yeah. the earth. Well, I really enjoyed that. Let's uh, let's have an end of episode quiz and a FIFA-based one, of course. Oh, God. Oh, of All course. you need to do this week is tell me players who have featured on the cover of a FIFA game and you have two lives each. Then okay. all you can kick us off. I don't need the, the I don't need the year. I just want a name. Uh, I'm gonna have Leon. UK version, UK version only, yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. No, mate, the Indonesian version. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I'll just get, I'll get that one out now. Uh, Lionel Messi is the correct answer. Of course, he was on like half of them. I will have. He's actually only on three. Is he? Oh, four. Sorry, four. I, I, will... I remember him being on. I guess he was on all the recent ones. To be fair, which is why you probably remember. Yeah. Uh, from FIFA 13 to FIFA 16. Mad. I will have uh, Edgar Davids, please, mate. How is that the first name that's come to your mind? You've gone for Edgar Davids is a correct answer. 2002? 2003. Oh, you watched your life now. Oh, I didn't know. I've bottled it. I didn't do the Lionel Messi as an incorrect answer. I know, I know. I was waiting for it. (laughs) Sorry, we can do it again. Do it again. We can do it around. Oh, for God's sake, I've bottled it. Anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, can I have Can I have Wazza? Can I have Wayne Rooney? <laughs> yes, you can have Wazza. Wazza. <laughs> Wayne Rooney is a correct answer. Nicely uh, done, mate. He's been uh, on six covers. I is will it? have... Yeah, he had a lot. I'll have Jack Wilshire, please, mate. I remember that cover. He was wearing that dark, dark oh, Arsenal okay. shirt. Yeah. Jack 2010? Is a correct answer. 2010? 12. I've lost all my lives. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> and well done. You are the winner. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, 
Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. I was really hoping you were going to say Reggie Pumplex then. <laughs> you should have been on one. I would have accepted it. <laughs> Ronaldinho is, of course, the correct answer. Yeah, he, he was on covers with Rooney, Rooney wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. For four years, it was Rooney and Ronaldinho. 06 um, to 09. Legendary era of FIFA, then. Yeah, go I on. will have Alessandro Del Piero. You're going for some rogue shouts, you know. I can remember the early ones. <laughs> Alessandro Del Piero. Is a correct answer. Thank you. That's got to be oh, a four. It was, it was on that four, four cover, wasn't it? Because I was going to say yeah. Henri, because I remember having yeah. that cover with him That's, on it. The, yep. Thierry Henri. Who was the, Brazi- who was the Brazilian? Uh, it was Ronaldinho, which you've already got. Oh, was it? Oh, cool. Yeah, he was also 104. Uh, Thierry Henri is a correct answer, of course. Hell yeah. Oh. Mm, I'm going to go with Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe. It's a correct answer. He's featured on the last three. Rambling, to be honest I'm pretty with you. sure Ronaldo's been on a cup. Cristiano Ronaldo. It's a correct answer. He was on FIFA 18 and FIFA 19. Nice. Are you classing this year's? The one coming out this year? Uh, We can do, yeah. Okay. I think it's Erling Haaland. Erling Haaland. Oh, is a correct answer. Oh, I'm scrambling now. Is it? Can it be any edition? Uh, well, like, it's the one with Messi and the American woman. I but... I have only got the base edition. Oh, yeah, that's probably the American version. I can't remember her name anyway. So, You're thinking about um... like Morgan, I think. Alex Morgan, that was the one I was going to say, but she doesn't count anyway, apparently. Sexist. Just after the Women's World Cup, Daniel. Shot yeah. There is actually a woman on this list. Oh. <laughs> now who looks like a f- moron? I've made you like a mug twice in this episode, mate. Have that. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Marco Royce was on one. Marco, oh, yeah, that's a great show. Marco Royce. Is it was, like FIFA, was it 17? It was FIFA 17. Yeah, great shout. Get in there. You can take a life off Larry uh, for that. Well done. Oh, yes. He's, gonna... he's on Redis too. <laughs> I'm, I'm going early again. I'm going Ryan Giggs. Ryan Giggs. I can't believe he's mentioned twice in one episode. We may have to shut down the podcast forever. It is a correct <laughs> answer. Go on, Ben Jarvis. Oh, yeah, I've got one, and Harry's not going to like it. I'm pretty sure Eden Hazard was on one of the covers. Yeah. Eden Hazard is a correct answer, and he was on two covers. FIFA 15 and FIFA 20. Uh, That's longevity, that. That's a sign of a good career. He's he's eaten all the years in between. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have a video game crossover here. I think on 03 was Roberto Larcos. <laughs> Roberto Carlos is a correct answer. He was on FIFA 2003. Nice. nice. That's that you're done, isn't it? Uh, yes. Oh five. I'm pretty sure had another Arsenal player. Yeah, that's the, I, that's my next one. I think it's Patrick Vieira. Patrick Vieira is a correct answer. Oh, where the the barrel is starting to be scraped through. I'm not gonna lie. There's still massive names uh, on here. Like I think, I think the one with Patrick Vieira. I think there's two, but I can't remember the other one. But I think Andrei Shevchenko. Andrei Shevchenko. He's a correct answer. Oh. Who's the other one? The other one. There's one the more on that. Yeah, yeah he's a name you know. I'd say a fairly big name back in the day, but it's a bit rogue. Back to you, Ben. I'm going to go completely the other way. You know you said there's a woman on this list. Is it this year? Yes. Is it Sam Kerr? Sam Kerr. The Aussie. It's a correct answer. Well done. Considering you don't play FIFA anymore, that is is nicely done. I was watching the semi against Australia, and I think they mentioned it. Oh, nice. 
Oh. Have we got one from FIFA 11, Dan? Yes, there is a single player left for FIFA 11. Is it Kaka? Kaka, the 95th best young player in the world in 2001. <laughs> ten, ten years later, he was on the cover of FIFA. That is the correct oh. answer. He went through the ranks there. I've not seen Gibral Cisse on this really list, did. unfortunately. <laughs> oh, he was going to be my next guess. <laughs> like Chris Kirkland. Anthony Letalic. <laughs> Florent Cinema Pongol. <laughs> good pronunciation there. Well done. I'm not sure that was correct. I'm going to be honest with you. It was a good effort. Um. Uh. Was Zidane on one of the ones in the nineties? Zinedine Ooh, Zidane. Shout. I can't remember any of the nineties ones. Is an incorrect answer. Ben, you are down Ooh, to a really? single life. That is fair. I I think I think there's one in the nineties with Danas Barkamp. Danas Barkamp. <laughs> I think it's Dennis Barkamp. <laughs> You're gonna look like such a fool if it's not a right answer. <laughs> I will, yeah. Dennis Burkamp is an incorrect answer. Oh no! no. Whether it's correct. Dennis Burkamp was honest, on the cover of about. FIFA ninety nine. Oh, of course he was. Ben, pressure's on. Single life remaining. Who have you got? Yeah. In the 90s. You've still got two players from 2010 and one from FIFA 20. And obviously the, the, the one from 2005. I might have a kind of five one. Ah! I want to say it's going to be like Lampard or Gerrard, and I I think it's one of them, and I can't remember. I'm going to say Lampard. What a shout that is! I'm not sure. I, I really can wouldn't confirm. Know. I wouldn't know. One of those two players is a correct answer for FIFA 10. Frank Lampard Ooh. is a correct answer. He is still alive. Oh, great well shout! Done. Great shout! Great shout! Must have been. Right. It's, it's Gerard. I mean, we'll find out if Gerard's an answer, I guess. Gerard's yeah, incorrect answer. Say him next. How did Gerard uh, not get on the cover of what? Liverpool? I don't know. Uh, 05, Daniel. I'm going to have a punt. Because I've got a life. Fernando Morientes. Fernando Morientes. <laughs> Morientes has made a cover and Gerard hasn't. That is mudded. Gerard is mudded. It is a correct answer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus, how? Uh... And if you keep along the lines of English midfielders, you will you will get an answer. Midfielders. Didn't specify they were good though. <laughs> Well, this could be literally f***ing anyone. Well, and they're, they're not considered good by us. Us specifically? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it must be an Arsenal player. It's not an Arsenal oh, player. Oh, no, I I think it's the other one. I'll have to push you for an answer, Ben. Oh, Paul Skulls. That, that's where I thought he was going yeah. with that. Paul Scholes. The last remaining bit of his football legacy. Was he on the cover of FIFA? Well, we're taking that away from him too, because it is a correct answer. He was on the cover oh, of FIFA oh. 2001. Can you imagine going to the shop? Was it? You're buzzing, getting the new FIFA. You pick it up and it's got Paul Scholes <laughs> on the front. Skulls. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I go out and do the right thing and throw it at a tree. <laughs> um... I think there is an Arsenal player left. Do you? Yes. Well, he's not an Arsenal player anymore. I th think Theo Walcott's been on a cover. You would think correct. He was on the cover of FIFA Ooh. 10. Ooh, I didn't think he was on that one. Yeah, it was Lampard, 
Rooney and Theo Walcott, I believe. So you have FIFA 90, you have What's FIFA 95 left with one player, two players from FIFA 96, one from 97, one from 98, and one from 2000, and then you have one left from FIFA 20. If you're putting skulls on a cover, surely you're giving one to Beckham. Hero of the 90s. David Beckham. Until, until, until the England incident. <laughs> I don't believe it. Surely. He's a correct answer. He was on the cover of FIFA oh. 98. Oh, that kind of makes sense, to be fair. I will... I'm guessing at this point. Roberto Baggio? Roberto Baggio. It's not a bad guess. No, I think maybe 95. But it is an incorrect guess. Ooh. Single life each. I did penalties, baby. <laughs> Sudden death. <laughs> um, Chippy for 20. Yes. Oh, oh, don't nick it. Please don't I nick it. I think I know who it is. Would you like to tell me who you think it is? I think so. I, if it's the right year. Because is it Van Dyke? Because there was a oh, defender surely. in one of the recent ones. It must be him. Virgil Van Dyke is a correct answer. Are there any recent years we're missing? Uh, there, Daniel? The most recent year you're missing is FIFA 2000. <laughs> what are we missing in the. In the, in, like, what are we You're missing? missing one player from FIFA 95, two from FIFA 96, which you won't get, so don't bother worrying. One player from FIFA 97, and one player from FIFA 2000. The 97 and the 2000 are gettable, and they are both former Premier League players. Yeah, it's a thing though, Dan. I wasn't playing FIFA 97. I'd only just been Yes, born. but you know who these players are. <laughs> Oh my word. 2000. One person yes. was on it. Is it? Go on. Sol Campbell. How the f do you know who that. What? Right, my uncle had this game. I used to play it on PS1. Where have you got this from? How angry are you I've also be, got then? a vision of Gabriel Heinzer on here. Especially because I know who it is. I don't know. I don't know 2000. I don't know 97. So if he's got I it, don't know 97. How angry are you going to be if this is right? 97, I think, is an answer we had last week. Actually not, because I. you could give me a million and guesses. And I don't how quickly are you going to accuse him of cheating when he just said, I'm looking at one here with Gabriel Heinzer on the cover? No, what? I said I've got a vision of Gabriel Heinzer on oh, one of them. That's not what I heard, oh. and we will have to VAR hey, that. This is, re this is recorded. This is recorded. You can go back I and listen. I will be going back and listening, and there will be an adjudication. You do it. We'll be going to the stewards. Sol Campbell, you more than Sol welcome Sol Campbell to. is a correct answer. Oh, I'm staging a walkout. I'm not there even answering the next round of this quiz. <laughs> Surely. I've informed the referee I'm taking my team off. Is 97 Gabriel Heinzer? No, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where I've seen Gabriel you, Heinzer in all of these Ben, are you FIFA walking out in say. protest, or are you going to give me an answer? Uh, I mean, I don't have an answer, so yes, I'm walking out in protest. <laughs> Harry, due to forfeit, is the winner. Congratulations, my friend, but there will be a VAR review on that. I have serious question Do it. And just VAR this season, you're going to have to wait a week to find out. Furthermore, furthermore, if I have, if I've said I'm looking at a cover with Gabriel Heinzer on it, how the f does that happen when he's not on a cover? <laughs> hey, we said you're cheating, but it might be the Argentinian well. version of the game because, as we established before the start of the quiz, there are different cover styles for different countries. Right. Okay. Let's <laughs> have a look. I have even rush on it from the sounds of it. <laughs> oh, that's really good. <laughs>
Well, thank you very much for listening to the Straight Side Forget podcast. Uh, if you haven't already, please give us a five-star rating on Spotify and give us a follow. It really helps us out. And you can also follow us on Twitter, which is at SWF underscore pod. And our Instagram and TikTok is the Straight Side Forget podcast. You can also email us if you want to tell us anything, your FIFA favourite memories, Straight Side Forget podcast at gmail.co.uk. And if you want to play pro clubs with us. Yes, yes. And if you want to play <laughs> pro clubs... The, the Fantasy League is still also open to be joined. Uh, head over to our Twitter and you can join there. Boys, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure as always. And we'll see you next week. Gira can hit them. Deirdre! What a goal! Finds Zoltan Gira! And still Baptista! Yes! It's Kavai! From David Villa, oh, great finish. He's done just that, he scored! Jadinho's done it! Jakubu making another glimpse of goal here!